No, no, I mean, Joe's funny. And we, it's funny when he plays gangster rap that gets people in trouble for listening in their car with their kids. <laughs> but, um, I mean, if you're listening to Rage of Sigmar in the car with your kids, you're already doing something drastically wrong. Oh, I... <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like the gangster rap is your problem. <laughs> right. It's, it's really not the problem here. The gangster but, rap's like the PC part of the episode. The rest is, yeah. Where it's the wrong. best produced section of our show. Oh, fucking nice. This but program contains right. strong language. Welcome back. Rage Sigmar. We are back, I guess, again. Are we? Are we are back we? to back? How back are we? Back, 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 back. And we, we are, are back, 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 back. Nice. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Rage of Sigmar. Uh, I never do this bit. I feel really awkward right now. You're not Jacob, the jun- you hit it all. Jun- junior <laughs> yeah, vice welcome, president welcome co-producer. Uh, I've actually, it's pro temp right now. Um, I'm still in my probationary period. But this is Rage of Sigmar. And as always, we are brought to head by our captain at the stern, Nick Hohen. How are you doing today? I'm back. That's how I'm doing. I'm back at you back. Is back at back. As always, we're also joined by our intern. It's not Seth. It's Joe Seth Pagano. I can't believe I got so demoted just because we have one guy from around the world on the show. It's okay. I don't even think I. I think I'm like the moderator for today. I thought Seth was going to be on this. Like this was like part of why I was here was to meet Seth. Are you telling me he's not here? Well, you're not. Uh, he's tied up at the moment. Tied up yeah. where? In your basement? Not in my basement. Have you ever seen Fight Club? We don't talk about Fight Club. Who are you talking to? Oh, not you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, think of Seth and think of Fight Club, and that's what it is. Um, I feel really low energy right now. Can we just do this another day? Are you free right now? No. <laughs> I fucking hate you, dude. That's also that was the entirety of our time in Las Vegas. We'd be like having we just like got our second or third drink of the day and you look at me and you go, I wanna go home. I'm miserable. <laughs> it's like, man, I flew all the way out here to see you. It's the first AOS tournament you're going to. You're being low energy, you're being a biggity biggity bitch, and I need you to bring the hype. So I, I blew my load the first day on that when we were in Vegas, dude. <laughs> We went really hard day one. I don't remember any of it, but you could tell. You could tell. <laughs> yeah, you've like shattered your phone. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with a little bit of an intro. Nick, in the event that someone is listening to our show who hasn't heard of your show, which would Probably be a lot of people. Honestly mind-boggling. I don't I don't believe that that's the case. But why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your history in Warhammer, your sexual predilections, whatever shows and podcasts and Twitters you like to follow or listen to, and maybe a, a fun fact along the way. All right. Well, I'm a, um, I'm a cis white male, so my opinion counts for literally nothing in today's world. Uh, I've been playing But Hammer your vote for, counts for everything. My vote does count for everything. 
um, except that we have a conservative government in this country, so clearly my vote doesn't count for shit. Um, I've been playing Hammer for like 18 years, um, Age of Sigma for like one of those 18. Um, it's pretty medium, but the people are the best, and you are some of the people. I think you just called us some of the best, Joe. How do you respond? Um, uh, I don't, I'll have to say that you don't know us that well, Nick. <laughs> well, honey, I've only met one of you, and and the one I've met is not my favorite. That's that's <laughs> fine. I've met both of us, and neither of us is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, touche. So, how did you get back into Age of Sigmar, Nick? At the end of the day, um, I played a bunch of different games after we stopped playing Eighth Ed, and none of them had the community that like eight that Warhammer had. And, and that was really what drew me back was like, it was the awesome models and like the group of friends that I used to hang out with, mostly the dwellers kind of guys, we, we'd all been playing different games and we weren't really seeing each other that much. And so we thought, Hey, let's, let's start playing age of Sigma and, you know, painting these cool models up. And then we're like, Hey, let's restart the podcast and get the band back together. And that's kind of how it happened. Hell yeah. And so you guys just passed your 12 month reunion anniversary, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just uh, just this weekend. It's exciting. Have you guys' numbers rebounded? Because we're almost at twenty five listeners now, and we're really excited to have you on. Yeah, yeah. we had. Um, well, I'm not listening. I'm on it. So you're down to twenty four <laughs> now, right? Well, yeah. I'm going to download twice. We um, <laughs> going to bring we, it back up. We were hitting like four thousand back in the end of eighth ed, and now we're hitting about thirty five. So we're nearly there. Yeah. Wow, almost, that is a lot of people to listening be. to you guys. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> Keep in so mind, wow. there's like four or five people on our podcast. So we could push that to like 40. Yes. I mean, you guys have episodes where you have eight or nine people on the show. So I definitely think you could just increase the... Like if each of you downloaded a thousand times and you had eight people on instead of four, there it is. Oh, I just yeah. think if, if it was just me monologuing and the other people were listening, that would push us up as well, right? <laughs> if you just got rid of everybody else on your podcast, I reckon. I feel we like there's up- a new guy every episode now. Like, I, I think every time I listen to a dollars episode, I'm like, "Who's this fucking guy that's on there?" We are desperately, desperately looking for more talented people. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> Gosh, what a model! Bringing on smarter people than you to do your podcast. I wonder if we can replicate that, Joe. I don't think we have. No way. You'll be on the dwellers any minute now. Oh, shit. Are you recording at the same time as us? Are you simul streaming? I'm streaming this on Twitch. Oh, now we're now we're in a race to get it uploaded on uh, the podcast apps first. Yep. That's oh, it. Shit. That's it. Who's a faster editor? I think Joe it's is because just... he doesn't edit. He just throws it up Rob, on the internet. Rob Symes is running this too, right? Yeah, Rob's here in spirit. All right, so you you came back to AOS because of alcoholism and friends and cool models. Uh, you guys got really the band back together. Well. You're doing the podcast. I mean, like it's the same reason that Joe and I got back into AOS. Yeah. Um, your podcast is back in action, and you, so you skipped the um, the sex part of the conversation. Do you want to do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I like sex. Cool. Good talk. I'd like to have it someday. If you could, if you could <laughs> forward my resume onto somebody, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> You're probably in the wrong business. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. So Joe, what have you been working on? Talk to us about 
what you've been hobbying with or picking your nose with or whatever. Uh, I've been working on my Lord of the Rings stuff, Warhammer Historicals. Wrong podcast. Uh, Next. Oh, uh, well, I was using fucking contrast paints. So thanks for skipping over my entire contrast paints review. They suck. Don't buy them. See you later. What do you right, actually think of them? No, I think they lend themselves to some things. Like I painted Gandalf with it and it looks really fucking good. And then I painted a bunch of orcs and I'm like, I probably could have just did this better with, um, you know, real the real deal paints you know so like i think they take some time i think you're they require a lot more like if you're a sloppy with your brush they're not for you like you need to be if you're going to paint a whole model of contrast your brush control has to be like way better than just being like a decent right painter because you know you could be fixing things up touching things up you can't really touch things up as easily with contrast paints like and i find that all the time that i save in like not doing all my highlights i'm spending on like making sure i don't fucking you know, put the paint in the wrong spot. So sure. I would say it's a nice addition to your, like, you know, your toolbox, but on the overall, it, I don't think it's like a game changer. I don't think you're going to see people having like armies that are fully contrast that look spectacular hmm. that are mid tier painters. You know what I mean? Like you're going to see like contrast paints, your, your talent level, your skill level. Cause a lot of this is skill based, like repetition and getting better and learning the tricks. I think contrast paints are only a lens to themselves to people who are already skilled and already talented and they're not going to take some brand new kid in the hobby like like just like it doesn't even say shake well in the bottle and if you don't shake them fucking things they look like shit like you have to really shake them you have to you know you have to i don't know you're not gonna see some 16 year old kid pick up a paintbrush for the first time and paint stuff that's gonna look nice it's still gonna look like shit you're gonna have to think they can just throw it on to Maybe a Space Marine it would look good on. Like I, I'm sure it will lend itself to Space Marines and Stormcast, like the okay. older Stormcast models. But like once you get to things where you have like five different textures on one model, yeah, I don't think it lends itself to that. So Nick, have they have they released in Australia yet? Yeah, they have released. I think they're sold out. But I, I just think Joe's doing it wrong. Like you were just meant to get the gray and coat it, the whole model in the gray and be like, "Yep, concept army done." Like it's a stone army. <laughs> It's a stone black coach. I feel personally attacked right now. Yeah, yeah, I would too if I were you. Just because you have one good model, Nick, doesn't mean you're better than us at hobby. Yeah, it strictly does. How many likes did you get on that on Twitter? Because I got like almost 200 on my uh, on my uh, feck army. So, but that's a whole army. This was this was one model. All right, I'm gonna look it up then. Yeah, it doesn't answer the question. There's more more work for the whole army. It was over 200. Uh, how many over 200? Oh, I don't know. It, but people keep going and liking it. Like Chris Cousins keeps occasionally like unretweeting it and then re-retweeting it so that everyone likes it again. And it just because I keep getting notifications for it. It's like, fuck off. I painted it six months, like eight months ago. I don't care anymore. Oh, that's great. Well, I liked it and I might have even retweeted it. And maybe I'll go back and unretweet and retweet it again just for you. It sounds exactly like something you would do. Is your black coach? Is it the model that has is coming out the realm gate? That one? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh, I've never seen it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a great job making sure people want to come on our show. Yours was the feck with like the half Bretonian themed army. No, no, that's not mine. Oh, because that army looked really nice. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine's the one that they look like Stormcast, and then there's some guys with shields. I oh, know. Isn't that? Um, isn't that Jables' fucking Zinch army? 
No, no, no. Those are Stormcast. <laughs> those are Stormcast. God, I'm, I'm, I'm real fucking confused now. <laughs> I'm really, I'm thinking about bringing Jacob's army to CanCon. Like he'll bring his Skaven, and I'll bring my his uh, Stormcast, and then like just bring two lists and confuse every opponent. Be like, no, it's Zinch. Here you go. <laughs> like here's my Zinch list. <laughs> we don't do proxies here in Australia. Oh, they're gonna have a hard time playing us because that's all we do in America. Yeah. You can you can have your box art army or nothing. No, I can't wait. I can't wait I'm to just definitely rolling up with with Legos. Oh, that's a, oh. You know what you should do? You should go find that asshole who had the fucking minions army. <laughs> he made them all out of clay. <laughs> yeah, and just run that as whatever you want. So it'd be great because I could then sing a song about it. And be like, I had a little army. I made it out of clay. And then everyone would hate me for being Jewish. Oh, Dreidel, I shall play. <laughs> we all hate you already, Jables. Oh. The best two armies we had over here was uh, a guy did a 40K army out of polystyrene cubes, and that sent the entire um, 40K scene absolutely mental for approximately three months as he kept updating like with bigger cubes and less like square cubes and occasionally circular cubes. And people legitimately, spheres? yeah, like this, sure, whatever. That was the cubes, and people were legitimately gnashing their teeth and getting very, very angry. And then there was the guy, you know, those barrels of monkeys you can get where they all like hang off each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make of that what you will. Was it Chuck? <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> Chuck. It was not Chuck. Oh man, so that that sounds pretty awful. We. In, in the U.S. scene, there's some people who will take conversions to the next level. And sometimes it, it makes sense and looks like what it's supposed to be. And sometimes it doesn't. Are there was a guy back Doc in the No, I wasn't. <laughs> there, was a, there was a guy. Do you want to tell the story? Which guy? You, you want to tell the story about Frozenstein? Uh, the Frozenstein, he had every army in 8th edition, but they were all Skaven. Yeah, Skaven are everything, right? It was he had like Eldar ships with Skaven hanging off of them and shit. It was really bad. Were they like the Battlefleet Gothic ships? I don't remember what ships they were on. I never saw the army. And they were they were like the uh, Dark Eldar ones. Ah, oh, like, like the, the Raiders and, like, and, and that was like his Warlock bust or something. Yeah, retarded. It was awful. I'm just I'm I'm just imagining like a little Battlefleet Gothic sized little fighter ship with a whole Skaven hanging off it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better than what it was. So, Nick, you texted us the Cubes of Zinch Army, and oh my god. How good are they? They're awesome, dude. What do they represent? No one knows. They were they, they Zinch demons. Like, those are horrors, and then the big one is like a flamer, and then the bigger one is a greater demon. <laughs> this guy like, is amazing. I want to meet him like so the, the, the longer ones were like screamers. It was, it was the best. People lost their fucking minds. Absolutely. Wait, it was made by someone whose name minds. is Ben Johnson? Yeah, it's not actually Ben Johnson. It was a different Ben Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. God, did he just melt polystyrene? Yeah, he just sprayed it with like fucking aerosol spray. And the best bit was when he paid $20 for all the styrofoam for his entire army and then put them on $200 worth of resin bases just to kind of legitimize them a little bit. Because <laughs> people are like, oh, that's a cop out. You're not spending any money. He's like, yeah, I spent 200 bucks on these bases. Fuck off. <laughs> that's and fucking epic. This is great. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened. So we had a, every year we would have a, like a, a friendly one day tournament 
around Christmas, the battle for the Christmas ham. And people always did like weird, goofy conversion armies for that. One year someone did what used to be what elves now would have been Sylvaneth. Uh, I do, but I'm a really bad Jew. Like I, 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 I thought they kept the ham in the freezer for the year. It was like the same ham every year. <laughs> I mean, I never, I never ate the ham because I never won the tournament. I'm pretty yeah. sure Scaletti ate it at one point. Okay, it's really good ham. The right? man's got a stomach of steel. Probably not. It was probably like one of those giant store-bought hams that sat in someone's freezer for three or four years. I know the last Christmas ham, the one they just did, it was like a boar's head ham, and I was like, kind of jealous. I was like, "That's like a ninety dollar ham." Okay. <laughs> I kind of want that. <laughs> stick it on your stick it on your wall. I wish I was there. Why I can't I stop looking here? at these these cubes of zinch. This is making for some great radio. <laughs> yeah, let me know when you guys want to start. <laughs> okay, no, we've been recording for the last twenty minutes. Anyway, oh, fuck, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, right, so there, back. there was a guy who we're did back. an army made of. and we are back joe's not gonna edit any of this (laughs) all right so um nick tell us a little bit about what you're doing now in the hobby like what your armies are playing and uh let the people listen to our show who don't know who you are because i feel like we only stole your listeners um let them know like hey what's up i'm nick Holwyn. i stuff about you you know what i mean like i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey what? I'm, I'm Nick Cohen and uh, stuff about me um, I play Night Haunt at the moment but um, I'm doing a Chaos Army so that's my next kind of project uh, I don't really play a lot I just spend more time sort of talking about AOS than I do playing I think I've played like two games outside of tournaments but um, yeah the Chaos really, is my next project your, your Joe Pagano impression is fucking Beavis and Butthead and it's amazing Joe Pagano, help me. <laughs> Those are the best voicemails I ever got in my life. <laughs> I was like, ah, I was like legitimately worried for a minute. And then you were like, never mind. I found my, uh, they, they told me at the front desk where my, my room is. I'm like, All right, cool. No one's going to make it. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know how to call up for a wellness check in Australia. Like, I don't know. How many letters is your nine one? How many numbers is your nine one one? Like we have nine one one is three numbers. It's just like eight six seven four four nine five three four two two seven eight nine four one. We're we're triple zero, but we also nine one one works as well because everyone wants to be like America and dial nine one one. So that also works. Yeah. Can I? Speaking of nine one one. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I've been doing some thinking about things, Nick, and you guys are fifteen hours ahead of us. Is that correct? In New York, you're fifteen hours ahead of New York. Yeah, so it's currently 20 to 12 on a Saturday night. Okay, so for me, what I can't wrap my head around is in 2001, on September 11th, you guys were at 8 o'clock in the morning, 15 hours before us, and you couldn't even warn us what was about to happen. (laughs) We could. We just didn't want to. What? (laughs) We we wanted... We we wanted to be pat down searched on every airplane trip ever for the rest of our entire you, lives. That's just we needed that in our lives, so we didn't want you. You need someone to touch your wiener somehow, right? I I flew exactly. domestic when I was in New Zealand, and I was like surprised at the lack of security. And I was like, oh man, we really do live in a police state. Like I'm upset that there's no one with machine guns here. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like uh, Kiwis are chill, bro. Yeah, they are. They're so. Sweet cool. is. They were. Anyway, 
Nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> you're working on a chaos army. Are you looking slaves to darkness? Are you going to do more god centric and and demon focused? Mixed, or what's that looking like? I mean, mixed mixed chaos. So like, I want to do the the old school sort of swords of chaos that uh, are like Archaon's retinue. So it's going to be like Archaon, some Varangard, and then some chaos knights, and then some warriors. Because apparently, you can't have chaos knights as battle line in in anything other than slaves to darkness. And, and I wanted like two units of Varangard in there, so I couldn't run them as allies in Slaves to Darkness. So apparently, Chaos Knights are just too good in like a mixed oh, they're, chaos. They're so. broken. They're super broken. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I actually think they're. I, I think they're good, but I don't think they're. I don't think they're as powerful. That, that, like, I think it would be, be cool limited. to be able to have like Archaon and some Varangard and a bunch of Chaos Knights in an army. But unfortunately, I have to have three units of five Chaos Warriors to be battle line. Yeah. Can you make them? Why don't you just put them on horses, though, and just tell everyone that they're Chaos Warriors on foot? So they fit yeah, the aesthetic. Them, put, them, put them on 32 mil bases, just really small horses. <laughs> just put, no, you know what you do is you get the old metal Chaos Knight models, and then you put them on Lord of the Rings horses. And yeah, I like it. I like it. How about what? I'll get a Chaos Knight and I'll put it on two 32 mil bases, like touching each other and then i can be like that's two chaos warriors and they just always move around right next to each other yeah what do you do with the it's fifth called unifil <laughs> what do you do about the fifth one you got one rearing on a horse maybe that would be good no it's just half a horse oh it's no no because there's two two <laughs> units of five half or the so, back half? no two units of five so they just <laughs> the both units stay really close together Oh, Why nice. are both your units incoherent to each other? Because my narrative. <laughs> yeah, I'm a narrative gamer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You better do this. Now, what I'm actually doing is I'm using really all the old like I'm using all the old like fifth ed, sixth ed Chaos Warrior models, uh, or like the, the not the Chaos like Warriors the themselves. All the, football. No, nah, no, nah, all the like all the character models. So all the like, um, all the different Slambo? name characters. So I've got like yeah, no, I don't have Slambo, but I've got like um. Yeah. Fuck, what's his name? I've got yeah, like all the classic ones. Yeah, I've got Harry the Hammer. Uh, I've got like the corn one, all the undivided ones. I've got um, I've got an Arbol the Undefeated on his Flesh Hound. He'll be a Chaos Knight. So just like lots of all these classic kind of characters. I haven't been working on anything. I've been working on terrain because we got a tournament in Nashville in two months. And I can't be bothered to paint my Skaven properly until after this big tournament I'm going to in like... Two weeks, I guess. It's a team tournament. I say big tournament. There's six teams playing. <laughs> uh, but I I like rush painted my Skaven and now I sort of hate them and sort of love one of the models, but I'm gonna redo them all in contrast afterwards, I think. Nice. Um, so you went from one like terrain. really, really easy, simple, like cheating way to get an army done to another to contrast I like paints. That. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It I don't feel good about it, but I want to. I want to go back to putting in effort and time into the hobby because when I went to these two tournaments with this Skaven army, I felt I felt so different just watching people like look at my army, say nothing to me, and walk away. As opposed to like I've put all this time and effort into these armies where these like all these conversions and the paint level is good enough, right? So people like stop and look and say like, oh, I think you did a good job on this, or like I like how you did that, and people notice the little things you did that you think you know make an army look good. And that never happened at these two tournaments. I'm like, what happened to the friendships that I thought I was going to get from having a great army? <laughs> no, I think yeah. they just saw that you were a Skaven player and just kind of shook their heads and went, yeah, nah, fuck him. 
Right, <laughs> and like with with Fuck Stormcast, I was like, oh, he must be like a really friendly guy because he's not here to win. Exactly, wow. exactly. So they, they, they didn't even bother looking at your models. It was just like, fuck this guy. He plays Skaven. Because Skaven players are just all-round bad people, right? Universally, yeah. I got a lot of confidence Without- on my Feck army, but I don't know. But you did it well. Did I? You did it better than my Skaven. Wow. I'm just fishing for compliments. Anyway, um... <laughs> There's only All two right. people in this chat to give you compliments, bro, and it's ain't, it gonna, ain't gonna be me. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. I already That's voted crazy. for you as my favorite of our show, so I don't know what else you want from me. Dude, I voted for you, and then Cousins disqualified me from the competition because <laughs> <laughs> I voted for myself. I'm like, well, I because you didn't you vote for yourself? At, didn't Seth vote for you? Yeah, Seth. But Seth, who knows if Seth is me or you at any time? Who knows if Seth is okay. a third person? We've already determined that Cousins is a fucking chump and that I'm better than him anyway by popular yeah, vote. Exactly. So, oh, yeah, exactly. What, does it, what also, does it matter? Also, Sam Morgan only beat one of Randy's two personas by like 1%. <laughs> can we, can we run Sam Morgan Can we run Sam Morgan up against Daily Smorgan and Haiku Smorgan and see who wins? <laughs> yes, we'll do that next after this episode goes out. We, should, be just our next actually, we should just put up um, you know, the real content creators, which is Daily Smorgan, Haiku Smorgan, and Shadowhammer. <laughs> yeah i saw so lucky i think i might have figured out oh lucky on the weekend did did the maths and of the 66 people playing uh at lord of war 53 of them were content creators we worked that out oh my god <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit do you want to talk about lord of war a little bit dude we definitely want to hear more about it and how you felt about running an aos tournament compared to running uh when you ran eighth head tournaments and um like what were your initial impressions on running AOS and how did you do it after calling me at what was 6 a.m. your time looking to get into a hotel room and having to be back there at 8.30 to TO? I mean, that's normal. Like that's not, that's <laughs> by far the easiest bit. Um, look, I'm just not as good at running an 8th event as I am a, sorry, an AOS event as I am like an 8th event because 8th I just literally knew all of the rules. And so I didn't have to worry about judging or anything like that because I knew I could answer any questions that people would kind of throw at me with AOS. Like I think I got asked four rules question. I got three of them wrong um, and had players on like neighboring tables be like, no, no, that's wrong, dude. You need to change that ruling. I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's change that then. Um, especially, but yeah, I mean like on Sunday, I think I rocked up at a table. Someone called a rules question pretty early. I'm like, this is not going to be the most coherent rules judging you're ever going to get because uh, I was definitely still drunk. But yeah, like the event went well. So, and I enjoyed TOing. I haven't done it for a few years now, but um, it wasn't particularly different from an eight that event. Uh, it was just, I was probably a little bit out of practice. So, what do you think going forward for the next Nick Cage themed dwellers tournament you're going to try to change or incorporate? Yeah, I think we're just going to, we can probably keep it the same sort of size. And I just want to make a better i don't want to make it bigger like hancon's already at 200 uh probably 400 next year so there's no point going make bigger. it 700 um, claim yeah exactly make it 700 18,000 make it 18,000 <laughs> edit that clint um no i just want to I, lo- I just want to make it better um a lot of people like there was heaps of compliments everyone thought it was really smoothly run i personally thought it was like terribly run and i could have done a lot better so um, that's the aim for next year. And just, just more prizes, more giveaways, more value for the players. And yeah, like I wasn't happy with the tables and the, the terrain. So the, the tables we had, we bought like four or five years ago for the Dwellers events. 
and then we yep. um, they were being stored at a Games Workshop store in the garage, and because we lent them to them to use for some of their events, and uh, as opposed to like storing the the five hundred dollars worth of MDF boards in like a tarp or something, they just chucked them out in some leaky garage, and they all had water damage on them, and we didn't find Ooh. this out until like the day we rocked up and picked them up, and I was fucking filthy because like we put all this effort into making this kind of premium awesome event. And then we rock up and the fucking tables have yep. all got fucking water damage. And it's like, like literally every one of them had water damage and some of them didn't line up properly. And like when you're picking them up a week before the event, you just don't have time to fix that. Um, so that was pretty disappointing. But yeah, so that's in the aim for next year is to kind of probably the scenery and the tables were probably the two things that I was least happy with. And we'll uh, hopefully up our game for that next year. Definitely. Were all the tables 72 inches by 48 inches though? Because that's that's an important thing to make sure you have. I'm not sure they were because they were all warped, and so they were oh, probably okay. a little bit shorter and but but had hills, like inbuilt <laughs> hills, which don't provide cover anyway. So what's the fucking point? Exactly right. Um, I was going to ask you, Nick. You guys in Australia, a lot of pictures I've seen. It looks like you guys are playing on like just smooth boards that are painted. That's it, like no texture or. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, so that used to be kind of the the way it was done back in 8th ed and, and 7th ed because you were kind of moving regiments around the table. You wanted a smooth tabletop, which you could push your movement trays around on. Um, and so that was those were the boards we had. Um, and we just didn't have the budget to buy mats for everyone. But, um, yeah, hopefully yeah. in the future mats will be. How much is a fat mat in Australia? Fat mat's probably Australian 100 bucks, which is probably 70 US. How much are they in the US? But they're like, like seventy 40. bucks. No, they're, they're like, like forty to sixty bucks. Fat, fat Matt, are you high, Jacob? They're no, expensive as fuck. I wish. And I'm going to FLG, Fat Matt, motherfucker. But you, there's there's like non-name brand Fat Mats that are just as good. No, they're not. They're so like maybe they're short. only maybe they're only seventy inches long instead of seventy two, but they're <laughs> still just as good. I'm looking right now because I'm like mad. Yeah, like seventy five dollars, eighty dollars. Yeah, but if you get them on sale or you find a discount. Do you reckon FLG have been like colluding on the price with other stores? I think they produce their own and they, they're they trying to market themselves as like the luxury good or the, the high-end industry leader. But other companies that like the companies that do those, um, the objective secured markers, which are so controversial or like those um, those dice trays where you can just sort of snap the edges together. Like all those companies do the same mats for cheaper. I think Game Mats EU does them for way cheaper too. And then they come with terrain. I have a six by four vinyl mat that I got on Amazon for like $32. And like, it's it, fine. It works fucking great. And I actually prefer the way dice roll on like a surface that makes them like click and bounce. You know what I mean? Like it's like rolling on a real table and not rolling on a mouse pad. Yeah. Anything's better than rolling on a realm of battle table. Oh um, my god, those things are the worst. I like the new one where they made the tile itself so textured that if you put terrain on it, it looks retarded. Yeah, and models <laughs> and, and then, dice cannot stand flat. Yeah, there's literally <laughs> nowhere to roll a dice on the entire table and it'd be flat. <laughs> Great job, GW. We can't even play dice games on your dice game tables. Isn't it like nine I mean, I guess dollars Australian for that thing too? Yeah, it's pretty expensive. I guess the expectation with GW is that you're using those squeak dice anyway, so it's not like they're ever going to land flat. 
<laughs> the only time they land flat is when they land on the floor, like eight feet away from your table because they just bounce around so much. I wish they did the symbols for, like the same way they did the daughters symbols where there's symbols on ones and sixes also, just like to make the squig dice even more impractical. Been I great. legit had an opponent at one of my first events using the Nurgle dice and the fours and the fives and the, the like the sixes just look the same. Like there's legitimately five pips on the four. And I'm just like, it was literally breaking my mind because this was my first Age of Sigma event. I'm like, is this normal? If this is normal, I'm fucked. I'm out. I'm done. This is fucked. I'm going back to magic. I'm going back to X-Wing. Like this is not a thing. This cannot possibly be a thing. And then I saw the squig dice and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they should make a dice app that just rolls squig dice. <laughs> oh, you, you have to Impossible click and drag all the dice back into the back into this other box. <laughs> you just no, you click you click roll and your iPad ends up forty feet away. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, how did you like running a stream concurrent with running a tournament? Because that was the first time you done um, that too, right? Yeah, I want to run a stream not concurrent with a tournament because I think we could do a way better job of it. Um, at the end of the day, we just didn't have the manpower to do what we wanted to do. Yeah, uh, because Lachie first... didn't show up the next day? Lachie not showing up. Like, Gentilly didn't show up for game one and Lachie didn't turn up for game four. But also, like, when we planned it out, we had five people because we had cousins and then he fucked off to the UK like a selfish bitch-ass <laughs> motherfucker and just left us high and dry. Fucking cousin. And so... He yeah, just like realistically, all your plans, didn't he? yeah, he did. <laughs> like it was disappointing, and what are you going to do, right? Yeah, that's we no joke. We man. cracked under pressure. So, like, you need two casters. You need an observer. You ideally want a producer, and that, like, you can do a, a half-person producer. So, you need three, three and a half people to do the the stream at absolute minimum. Realistically, you probably want four or five. And then you need people to run the event as well. And so on day, at the start yeah. of day t- day one and the start of day two, we had three people. Like day one, we had Lockie and Sam on the stream and me trying to run the entire event and do the observing and the producing. And it just didn't work. And so the what that led to was the information flow from the table to the casters was basically non-existent, which meant they just talked about random shit the entire time, which they did fairly well because they're yeah, like, I, subject I, matter. Yeah, I still don't know how Jordan Burgess's game went. Like, I'm still waiting to find out. <laughs> Sorry, Jork Dork Bork Bork Gorkus. Jork Dork Bork and just... I think we broke Joe. <laughs> there were like two guys in the whole stream chat that gave a shit about the game and the eight other of us that were just talking about random shit. <laughs> and the guy would be like... Like, hey, well, how's this game going? We'd all be like, shut up, bro. <laughs> We're talking about fucking coffee prices. <laughs> you know? Put a bill in mushrooms. Or like <laughs> private schooling in Australia. Yeah. Jesus hey, Christ. That a, was fucking funny. These are important topics that need to be discussed. Yeah. No, they do, but we want smart people to talk about them. I just think what it is is the crowd of people that like enjoy our show and the crowd of people that enjoy the dwellers. When they get together, like they don't really give a shit about Warhammer as much as they care about like talking about partying and like insane shit. So you have like Slanice in the chat, and like Rob Symes is not giving a shit about the games either. And then we're in there. Is he and- is he, he Slanice or Slaniche? I've always oh my, oh, I like that so much better. <laughs> the Slaniche is actually pretty level. 
I mean, as long as we're as long as we're butchering this, I think it should probably be slot a Nietzsche. But yeah, I think you're right. Chuck a random epistrophe in there. I think you're putting the emphasis on a strange syllable there. Oh man, your pronunciation is so good. Thanks. Hooked on fun. Yeah, so I love I loved all the updates for the restaurant across the road. Like, I just (laughs) pizza's on its way. (laughs) <laughs> the thing is, I didn't know I didn't know any of this was happening, and then I went and watched game one of the stream back. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, I was on game three, and we just talked about Warhammer the whole game. Like, people must have been like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> must have been really disappointing for the chat. Yeah, it'd be like if we had a coherent conversation on this show and talked about Warhammer. Like, I really people wouldn't listen, right? They already don't. We're, we've been starting rumors that there might actually be like a Rage of Sigmar US Open one day, possibly. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Or like that a, from, you know. a Rage of Sigmar US Bobo sort yeah. of deal. It could happen. We should meet in the middle on some Pacific island and run like a Dwellers and uh, Rage of Sigmar event in like Okinawa. The last time that Not many. What's the, what's the, what's the <laughs> Japanese island in the Pacific? It is Okinawa, or it could be like Midway. It or it could be Mid- yeah, Midway, or, or yeah, we'll do it in Midway. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it could be great. Last time that many Australians and Americans were on an island in the the Pacific like that, there were Japs dropping bombs on us, killing our boys like they were chopped liver. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 I just watched you- the trailer for the movie Midway they're putting out because oh, every time boy. things in America get real bad. Every time they get real bad in America, some fucking asshole's like, let's make a World War II movie. It was the last time we weren't total scumbags. And they, like put a <laughs> World War II movie. So there's a Midway movie that's coming out. It looks like a, a real big steaming pile of Michael Bay bullshit. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, sounds <laughs> So many lens flares. Oh, man. Sick. So, oh, we're a podcast about Warhammer H. Sigma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find us online at C A S T D I. He rocked up. So, Brad rocked up on Friday night and just like all the new dwellers, he made them all do prairie fires as like a dwellers initiation. The shot you guys were talking about in the chat. Yeah, so it's like half wild turkey and half Tabasco sauce and 100% pain when it comes back out. And then the lemon in the eye and snorting the salt? Or is that actually a joke? You don't, no, that's you don't even need. You're in enough pain already. So all the pictures of Brad, I was like, so when did he join a white power group? Just like complete. He's always like Saga. What are you talking about, dude? (laughs) Complete baldy. Fred Perry shirt. Like in America, you can't even wear a Fred Perry shirt anymore. You might as well have a swastika tattooed on your face. And it sucks because they're really nice polos. They really are nice. (laughs) He he lost his hat and he was just chasing me the whole weekend. I was like, if you find my hat, it's like 200 bucks. Where's my hat? Where's my hat? (laughs) Sounds like he had a Rage of Sigmar moment. Where's my hat? Did we tell this story on the air? That I couldn't find my hat in Vegas and I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning screaming, where's my hat? <laughs> like 30 minutes. Cameron, Cameron doesn't like, sound like you at all. Oh, man. We're dicks. Yeah, we're pretty much the worst. So, Nick, what are your what are your impressions or what's the general pulse on the community for for ghb are people feeling like it was it was not enough touch or it was it was too heavy or 
what's the what's the consensus down there on your weird little island? Yeah, I think the points changes were a fucking cop out. I mean, we'll find out what's going on with the like the feck and the the more recent books in in like a week or two. But I think the yeah like changing things by twenty points when they should like be a hundred points cheaper is a fucking cop out. But I think the scenario is cool. And the aspect of the sea and the aspect of the storm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that might be part of what I'm referencing. Yeah. Also, like the Leviathan and all the other shitty monsters that no one ever takes because they're awful. Yeah. It seems like everyone's sort of broken down into two camps. There's people who, who think that the light touch is probably the right move just because the game's already so imbalanced. If they if they went heavy, they they risk fucking it up even worse. And there's people who... And those people, I think, are also the ones who are happy to go three and two and want to just sort of show up with their army and get drunk with the bros and they don't really care about competing. And then everyone who is pissed about it not being heavy enough like i i hear a lot of there's a lot of uk podcasts out right now they're saying like basically what you're saying nick that they just didn't do enough and they didn't really think that hard about it and they took the the units that people were playing and they added 20 points and they took the units that no one was playing and they subtracted 20 points and they didn't really think that hard about actual balance uh, and i feel like that's the people who are who are trying to play on top tables and i feel like that's almost exclusively your your um like your spikes and your johnnies who feel that way like your timmies are happy to see their models go up or down in points they don't really give a shit but the the johnnies and the spikes are up in arms about how how little was done to make like to make to give them tools to compete with with gristle gore i wish i understood what this reference was but yeah i was gonna say you've been listening to too much warhammer weekly haven't you (laughs) (laughs) i've just been thinking about it in those terms recently uh, it, it's good terms. Like I come from, I've played a bit of Magic, so I understand the terms, of, um, and it does make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, like I don't give a fuck what they do realistically, because if we were wanting a like perfectly balanced game, let's face it, we wouldn't be playing Age of Sigma. Um, no. So, like the fact that they had a stab at it and didn't get it right again is like no great shock to me, having been playing this game for like games worth of games for like eighteen years. Like this is nothing new. Um, so at the end of the day, like, am I disappointed? Yes. Am I surprised? No. Am I going to keep playing? Yes. Is it because the rules are balanced and amazing? No. The rules are fun and the people are fun and the models are fucking awesome. So, and that none, none of that has changed so, realistically. None of that has changed. The way, the way I feel about the whole um, light touch, heavy touch thing is like, I'm like pro light touch up and pro heavy touch down. So if you're going to take something that's like really feels overcosted. Like and they bring it down 50, 60 points, 70 points. I think that's better than them ever increasing the points of a model like 80 points. Like if you look at um like just in particular the armies that I play that I know well, like Deepkin, like they light touched everything up or down, except for the fucking Soul Scryer. He got a 30 point increase. You know, and it's like that doesn't that doesn't jive with the rest of it, right? Like if everything's getting 10 points here up, 10 points down. And you're not adjusting the large horde discount. That's fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Like it just felt weird. It felt like half-assed. It felt like someone were like was like, "Oh shit, GHB's out next week." Um, uh, just up ten points, down ten points, down ten points, up up te- up twenty points. No, <laughs> you just had like a stroke. Up ten, down twenty, down twenty. I'm a very good driver. Very good driver. <laughs> I just sat there and draw the four plus for everything. It's like four plus up, 
one to three down. Yeah. <laughs> and like the Did thing they use that, a dice app. Yeah, they just randomed it. Um, but the thing that's really crazy about Age of Sigmar is it's not really the units themselves that make the game feel unbalanced. It's the it's the combinations of things, and it's the things you don't pay points for. Right? Yeah. It's, it's allegiance like, abilities, it's items. Yeah, it's the stuff that yeah. you don't pay any points for. So points are never gonna fix the unbalanced feeling of the game. And I'm I'm okay because I like the extreme shit that can happen. Like it sucks when it happens to you, but it's hilarious when you do it to somebody else. So like whatever. Like that's just the game. And I'm cool with it being like that because it keeps people interested and it keeps shit like, oh, if he gets this and this and he does that, like it's done. Like I think that adds like a level of like stress that shouldn't be involved in a turn based game. Like that's what's cool about it is there's actually like a level of like time stress that you should most like if you're playing chess, you don't have that because if you're good at chess, you know what you're going to do and what, what your opponent does. You have an answer for that, right? You can't do that in this game. Sometimes you're like, well, he gets a double turn and he gets that prayer off and all these guys are doing 18 fucking attacks a piece and my army gets deleted like that. There's some stress there and that's kind of fun. I think at the base level there's two ways they can balance because like hearing you talk about the soul scry going up in points his points now are appropriate for what other models like him do in other armies but it's really tough internally for him to be costing that much more and i think when it comes down to it you can either have internal balance for a book or you can have a book that's well balanced to the rest of the meta but i'm not sure you can really do or like i'm not sure that they're good enough at balancing to do both at any given point like stormcast the point changes are really bad for them competitively because it takes one of the only good builds that they had and makes it harder to run it just doesn't fit anymore um but everything fits so much better across the board internally so i think the soul scribe might be symptomatic of that joe but like yeah i feel i also feel like i'm sure nick might agree with this because he plays night haunt like Night Haunt got fucked because one of their better, decent units in Night Haunt went up because they're an amazing unit in Legions of the Gash, and that's kind of horseshit. Like that's not fair to Night Haunt players, and I think that's kind of like a dumb build. Like you should just eliminate Night Haunt and just roll everything into Legions of the Gash if that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, like I thought that was really dumb, and I thought they had a really good opportunity when they put the Legion of Grief out. They could easily have just gone, okay, you can't take Grimgast. In or, or uh, you can't take Nighthorn stuff in Legions of Nagash because you can now take it in the the Legion of Grief. So that's how you take Nighthorn yeah. in your Legions army, and so that would have been okay. And then you can just keep Grimgast Reapers where they're at because honestly, in a Nighthorn army, they're fine. At one, yeah, I think they're. But one now they've gone up so much. It's like and that and that may still happen, right? Because they are going to put out their the FAQs and the designers commentary, which is where they do a lot of the updating of how different books are written right they didn't really do any updates aside from those allegiances that don't have their own books sure but so the points are up we, now that still may happen but the points are already up exactly you know what it is they weren't selling enough um uh the heritons and the 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 blade guys revenants they had to and i'm sure no one's bought what's the what are the ones with horse heads and the sides for the, oh, they're like dogs. the glaive raid stalkers yeah no one's no one's bought enough glaive raid stalkers the blade guys are legit good like i think they're good and oh, we're charges awesome yeah, yeah and i've seen plenty of people with them because they just they offer something different to the the grims but yeah the harridans are awful yeah um they're really really dross 
Yeah. Uh, all right. So here we're not going to go through and do a faction reaction for every single thing that you you thought about the GHB updates. But I would love to hear you mention any like a, just like a couple standout winners or sleepers that you think people aren't noticing the changes on, but should. Um, like honestly, for that I'd have to have like read some of the, the changes. Um, Fuck. So put me we, on the we picked the Fuck. smart dweller, and he still hasn't done any fucking homework. No, Joe, man, do you have no, any man. winners that you can identify? I'm dealing concepts, not specifics. <laughs> I think the biggest winner in the whole um, GHB so far Science is all the armies that didn't get any adjustments yet. Uh, I'll give you get back to you after fact comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legitimately nervous to see how they how they approach it. I don't yeah, think it's going to be bad for Skaven. Like Skaven can, can do too much as it is. Yeah, the biggest win is Tomb Kings because they didn't get legended. Yeah, it's true. And uh, Chaos Dwarves are a real army now. Yeah. No, no, they're not. They're not. I heard they're it. Really not. I heard that they're real now. I read it. I read it's it. not it's really real, real. I. It makes me sad that I like, can't actually make fun of them now for oh, not Nick, being real. Who is that guy that was legitimately offended that you guys had Randy's army up as fake army on the stream? <laughs> I did say that Brian, we did that because someone. Brian, he was, I didn't realize someone got offended by it, but that person needs to like rethink their priorities in life. I was the guy I, t- I texted in the group chat, like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" He said, "Fuck the dwellers or whatever." Or dwellers suck, and I was it like, "Wow, talking shit about my boys." <laughs> Won't be the last. I'm looking at my social security yeah. number right now. Hang on. Nice. I think. uh a couple, a couple of sleepers that people aren't going to think about enough is Purple Sun. Purple Sun and Grave Tide yes. are going to get yes. a ton more play than they used to. 50 points for Purple Sun. That is oh boy. That's cheaper than Geminids, which is outrageous. But also Geminids needed to get brought in, which is fine. I don't, I, I'm really I excited. Say, I'm like thinking I, about how to get Purple Sun. I don't think that's outrageous at all. I think Geminids are just straight up better than Purple Sun. But Purple Sun being at 50 is uh, it's pretty hot. And I'm pretty keen to borrow Smorgans and paint it up like I've done with the rest of his endless spells. There you go. Yeah, I got mad at my Purple Sun threw it in the garbage when I was building it. Is that because it gouged holes in your hands? <laughs> no, because it's the fucking worst design. Why do I have to build that thing inside? The scaffolding? The Oh my God! Who you're supposed that? to be good at this, Joe? It's like say, what that's you your do. job. I can't do it that small. It needs to be big. <laughs> so I'm gonna we need some kind of like we need some kind of union that builds purple suns. So we have a healthcare plan for. That's when a good idea. Spiked. That's a good idea. <laughs> like, you need to get workers comp when building that thing. But also, I'm thinking about just getting a tennis ball and like cutting a mouth in it and drawing two eyes and then like just like getting like some troll hair like those little toy trolls and putting it on the back and then spray painting that purple and just being like it's my purple son like <laughs> can anyone argue with are you that? gonna get i'm just gonna get a cube of polystyrene and spray paint <laughs> oh, it. there it smart. is there smart it is. smashing the fucking rubric right there it's a Fuck great idea is. do you guys know that demigriff knights are now 130 points for uh for a unit I'm sure that's. I'm not going to debate that, but I don't know what they were before this. I think they were like 150 or 160, but 130 for for 15 wounds worth of a four up save that 
I think it's like re- like plus one to wound and damage two on the charge. It's pretty. I mean, that just spicy. balances out the. It just balances out the extra points on the Hellblaster run. Oh sure, but like, or if you're if you're playing Stormcast, you can have forty five wounds worth of of cavalry in one unit for three hundred ninety points. That's numbers. Those are numbers. They are. They are numbers. You are not wrong. Good talk, Joe. Did you have any <laughs> anything you want to add in terms of content? <laughs> because otherwise, you're going to start reading off our Twitter, and it's not it's not an engaging segment. <laughs> no, um, everyone loves it when you I'm, read off I Twitter. Think, <laughs> I really, I think that a lot of our, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the positives that you're seeing is that things are staying relatively similar, right? Like, so like. The big fear with GHB is that the things you've been playing are going to become completely irrelevant. And that's what happened to us in 8th Ed, like, a lot. Like, you'd, oh, man, I had all these fucking witch elves in my army, and then the new Dark Elf book would come out, and they would suck, and you'd have to buy 60 fucking executioners or whatever it would be. It is always like that. Like, one one year, your Vampire Counts army was a ton of skeletons, and the next thing you know, you wanted to have ghouls. That's just the way that they they used to make the game right so for guys who've been playing a long time i feel like we still have a little bit of the scars from that so when ghb comes around it kind of kills my hobby buzz like i don't want to paint like i'm not painting any of my fleshier court stuff right now i have stuff that's like 80 percent done but i'm just no drive to do it because i want to know what's going to happen to their points before i finish painting them yeah i feel like everybody come april when we know when the ghb is going to drop everyone sort of just stops all their hobby projects to wait to see what they should be painting come june yeah, and I, I don't think that's a like a net positive thing, but um, I would say that like Ideneth has one competitive list, right? So it used to be like the two Soul Scryers and like 18 Eels, and you're getting plus six to charge. And now you can't really do that, but you're going to still have a competitive Eel list. Like It's not like Eels suddenly are completely fucking useless. You're going to have right. one unit less Eels, you're going to have one less Soul Scryers. You're only going to get plus three to charge or whatever. And yeah, you know, which is fine, you know. What I mean, and like, yeah, cogs went up a little bit. That's cool. That fits there, you know. What I mean, like, it it doesn't change your list a lot. Like we talked, my original I, my original deepkin list is only fifty points less than it was to begin with, right? You know, um, and there's purple not, sun, maybe purple sun could fit in there, but I only have one caster and she's on foot, so YOLO. I still think you take purple sun. You just do it. I mean, Fuck like, yeah. you're already taking a poorly written list. You might as well do it. I was just thinking about taking, um, taking like all the, the items that don't make sense for competitive play, like the Kraken's tooth and shit. <laughs> like, just being like, oh, my world six. I'll like, eat one of your units. Like, who knows? I mean, you're going to be on the bottom <laughs> tables anyway, right? Thanks. Joe, you're on bottom tables with with feck like don't don't pretend yeah. that it's gonna be different with Ideneth. i was submarining <laughs> was <all> part of <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, submarines are meant to resurface at some point joe like one day no, one day was, you'll run was, out of he was air. titanicking uh, excuse me i did resurface i finished 12th at that tournament of 15 people um <laughs> <laughs> top 13 baby is what it is i got cheated Fucking Garrett. Yep. Shouldn't happen. <laughs> that, event sounded, that event just sounded like the beast fucking clusterfuck. <laughs> it was so bad. It was terrible. <laughs> it was 
I just I can't even explain it, dude. Like we walked in with such high hopes. Like I I brought an extra army with me and all the shit and like <laughs> fucking Chuck doesn't even show up day two because he had one. No, he doesn't show up day one. Well, no, day one was us drinking with Chuck. <laughs> he showed up day zero, which was great. Yeah, and then. I don't know what happened, and then next thing you know, fucking, he's telling everyone that we're gonna go on dialysis and shit. I don't know what's happening with my life. That was the worst weekend of my life. Thanks, dude. I flew all the way out just to see you. I met your daughter for the first time. The highlight of that weekend was seeing the raccoon in my backyard. <laughs> oh fuck! You saw a raccoon. That's awesome. <laughs> it's not awesome. They're like terrible. You have to kill them. You're like, it's bad. I have to go kill a bunch of baby raccoons this weekend. Oh, that's hardcore. That's really fucking metal, dude. That was Mervid. <laughs> yeah. Real Mervid. I'm just going to wrap them up in a burlap sack and throw them in a bucket of water. and Like shallow water to keep them cool. Dry <laughs> 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 them <laughs> <laughs> drive them upstate to a raccoon preserve and let them go live on a raccoon farm with their raccoon friends chasing squirrels yeah. that's what he always loved oh man eating a vegan diet is that just is that just like some rednecks place or <laughs> yeah it's like it's, it's my uncle jim bob's cabin um <laughs> this whole episode is like 80 percent chuckling um <laughs> So, no, Chuck's not here. Oh, wow. There we oh, go. Fuck. Uh, I was about to make that joke. That's why I'm so disappointed. Yeah. Mate, awesome. I got there first, and I've got like three seconds of lag on you fuckers. So. Is there lag? <laughs> I can't figure it out if there's lag or not, but you do keep like like breaking Every up. Every once in a while, you turn into a robot where you'll start to say something and then glorp, and then you finish your sentence <laughs> like it was no big deal. Meep morp, I'm a robot. Yeah, there it is. There it is. What time is it in Austria right now? In Austria, <laughs> it is 2 p.m. Oh, nice. What about Australia in Melbourne? I actually have uh, it on my phone, so I never call you guys when it's too. It's it's half, half past midnight. Half past All midnight. Right. So I think we should get Limiting to the stuff. main <laughs> segment of our show, right? Because like well, we're we're winding down. All right, hang but on, real quick. How about, this? How about this, guys? Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll get right back, refocused. Fuck! I'm but, so keen to be back again. Yeah. What are we gonna talk about? <laughs> I don't know. We're coming back at you with more stuff. <laughs> that's, <laughs> why, that's why we're, we're having a break so to figure better. out what we can talk about. <laughs> We got a crazy right. content, guys. All right. Stop recording. Sounds like we're so tempting. Shit. 
back. Back, 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 back. So uh, in our next back. segment, we're going to read all of the contrast paints <laughs> by name in alphabetical order and read you the URLs in, it, in case you want to reach them, but only hit from me, the US. Because Hit me up change. with your best Beastman accent. Beastman? <laughs> And I'm spent. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We've been the dwellers below. If you want to reach us, you can find us a number of ways. At C A. <laughs> oh man. No. Right. Um. Maybe another break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Take a quick break. I'll get right back at you. Ready? Right. And we, we are. are. Back. 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 All right. Back. All right. Thanks for listening. We have been. Way to use my exact joke from about 30 seconds ago and improve it significantly so I look like the one who's not funny. The best bit is, like, he's not going to edit either of them out. Like, they're both going to be in there and we can just compare who was funniest in the same joke. And you know what's going to happen. It's going to go up on Twitter, and I'm going to vote for Joe. <laughs> and then Seth is going to vote for Joe, and Joe's going to vote for Jacob. That's how it works. And Nick's going to um, vote for Chris. Yeah. No, and but I'm like, just, honestly, yeah. dude, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> Man, when you said you want to talk about, like, which was the worst scenario, that's not what I thought you meant. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we want to uh, – I a question for Nick, it would be, I guess we'll ask this question to all of us or to ourselves at night when we're laying in bed is which scenario got the most improvement from GHB? I mean, there's like a couple of them that are now not entirely unplayable. (laughs) Which one's entirely unplayable? No, no. Like they're not entirely unplayable anymore. Things like the relocation orb. You could probably actually play that now. It actually looks like two bras. I was like a 16 year old kid. Like, Oh, looks like two bras on the table. Titties, fuck yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) Joe, you were so close to like actually having a coherent conversation about Warhammer. Bro, it's it's not gonna happen. It's just it's not gonna happen, dude. (laughs) I think this might end up like your first um Rage of Sigmar podcast recording, Nick, where no one ever hears it. (laughs) Like just like shoved under a like no one should ever see this. Let him be remembered as a jelly bean he was. Um, the fuck? <laughs> I just I don't even know what you're talking about, man. I think I know what you're talking the, about, but I'm hopeful that I'm wrong. All of the Dwellers Below episodes have been on point, on topic, all the way through. And, and nothing like this fucking horse shit, terrible thing that we're creating. <laughs> all right. So... Relocation orb got better. Thanks. <laughs> I, I think relocation orb is just as bad because the scoring hasn't changed. So if yeah, you win priority every time, you only have to score it twice. And I said I said it got better. I didn't say it was good. I said it got better. <laughs> I, didn't, right. I didn't say it got playable. I said, <laughs> I said it's I said, less yeah. unplayable. I said, I said it's no longer unplayable. I would I would say that I I actually enjoy um, the new deployment maps. Like no, think- you don't. You <laughs> shut your whore mouth. 
<laughs> More of them are are like are lengthwise, and it's awful at most tournament venues. Yeah, length lengthwise can can so get fucked. Shut up. Length lengthwise oh my can God, fuck Joe. off. And having to do like advanced fucking mathematics and trigonometry and shit to figure out how far away you are from your opponent is is just not on. I'm not interested at all. Put the fucking distances on the map, Nick. Oh my god, yeah. Why why are you saying that Pythagorean theorem is an advanced form of mathematics? Because it's really not, dude. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. So if your board is 72 inches long and you're having the Joe, please don't please don't do this. Maybe 72 squared plus 24 squared. You think you can't make the show worse, but you're doing it. (laughs) Oh man. I like it's how you were implying dude. that I was it's the problem math. with the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the problem is the show. Yeah, yeah, that's the same problem I have with my show. Is it who's the biggest? Oh, let's ask the juicy questions. Yeah, who's the biggest disappointment amongst the dweller, dwellers below? Oh boy, <laughs> gentilly, like just straight up gentilly. <laughs> Honestly, because he doesn't drink, or because he only sometimes plays, or because he keeps sticking to the Warhammer historical joke, or because he still hasn't finished his calf prints. Like you might have to be more specific here. Well, all of those things. Hmm. Uh, I thought it was because he's it's his, his like voice. Like I re- every time I like read anything, sometimes I'm like I'm gonna read this in Gentilly's voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why he's like got the most standout voice out of your whole group. Yeah, like he's got he's got the voice for radio, right? He he goes all right, but he just I don't know. No, no, it's a, not a good voice a, for radio. It's like a bad voice. He's a fucking nightmare, um, <laughs> just from from start to finish. Everything about him. Did, so it's, has he like, has he always I love, been? I love the guy. He's uh, awesome, but oh my god, he's a nightmare. Has he always been sober? Because I kind of I want to figure out what he would be like with a couple four locos in his system. Because he's already so <laughs> high energy and off the wall. Couple of vodka Red Bulls. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to begin to imagine that. I kind of imagine it. Have you seen the movie Over the Hedge? It was from like 10, 15 years ago. There's this like hyperactive squirrel character, and then they give him <laughs> an energy drink, and time stops, and he's just like walking through the world. <laughs> every it's, like sec- ep- every- it's like the episode of Futurama where Fry drinks 100 cups of coffee. Yeah. He's just fucking I, curled up on yeah, the exactly. couch, shaking. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. All right, who do you think is the most underrated dweller? The most underrated dweller. Yeah, we're all pretty. I think we're all overrated. That's not true. None That's of you true. have been rated. Yeah. I think I think Warboss Jabe from the OG Dwellers was oh, always yeah. pretty underrated. He didn't he didn't like ever add any good content, but he just kept Paint he models. somehow kept us all on track and like produced like listenable content week after week and like yeah. He that was he was pretty underrated. Who was your favorite um dweller hang around? To oh, find to find hang around. Uh, there was recently a poll on the internet. So it doesn't actually come on the show, but is always with you guys and gets talked about. There's really only one person. 
Joe Pagano. No, fuck. It's wow. Okay, mine's Randy. No, <laughs> fuck, 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 Blandy. Wow. Doesn't even play fire. real army. Just... All right, if you could change one thing, if you could change one thing about the Australian AOS scene, what would it be? Oh, one, only one thing. Yep. Fuck. And it can't um, be Blandy. I would make Cancon three hundred or four hundred or six hundred. Make it wow. so, Clint. Make it so. Uh, Cut that good, out, Clint. I got a good one. I got a good one. Kill, marry, fuck. Shadowhammer, Chuck, <laughs> or AOS coach. <laughs> I'll I go would... first. I'll go first. I'll <laughs> no, buy no, you some time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill coach. I'm gonna wow. marry Shadow. I'm gonna marry Shadowhammer because I had a great time with him on the weekend, mm-hmm. and I'd fuck Chuck. And you'd fuck Chuck. Fuck Chuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. I want to hear. I want. I want to hear your answer though, Jacob. I would marry Chuck because because he has money. Because he has money. Okay, mm-hmm, so way true. to take that's it true. to the to there because I'm Jewish, Joe. <laughs> I would actually marry Chuck because of his money. <laughs> Uh, I would, I'd fuck Magro because I, it looks like he's got some nice cushion for the pushing. Oh, he's such and a And I guess I would kill Shadowhammer because I don't, I don't know Shadowhammer at all. So he has the least impact on my life. Shadowhammer's a babe, believe me. Oh, is he? Night. Wait, Shadowhammer's yeah. a lady? I would fuck Shadowhammer and then. Shadowhammer's <laughs> definitely kill, not, not a lady. Kill the koala. Oh. <laughs> then I'd fuck, I'd fuck Magro and kill Shadowhammer. All right, Jacob, I got a good one. Yep. Kill, marry, fuck. Chris Cousins, Nick Hohen, and Sam Morgan. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I would. Oh, man. I would marry Cousins because he just cracks me up. Oh, fuck off. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> I would. I would fuck. Cohen, because I know Damn. he likes to smash. Damn straight. And I would kill Morgan and take over his seven Twitter accounts and get more followers for me. Nick, do you know who runs any of those accounts for real, though? It's all Smorgan, right? Yeah, it's all Smorgan. He owns all three of them. All right, Joseph. Fucking kill, marry, What's fuck. Smorgan. Same question. Daily Smorgan and Haiku Smorgan. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right, so I would kill Daily Smorgan because I can't do the same thing over again, over and over again. I would marry Haiku Smorgan because haikus are awesome. And Haiku Smorgan didn't stay Haiku Smorgan. It progressed. It became Multiverse Smorgan. <laughs> Smorgan, like, <laughs> Smorgan tell us Multiverse. was <laughs> the next level shit. I guess I'd have to fuck regular Smorgan. Plain ass boring Smorgan. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> All right, Nick. Kill, fuck, Mary. Garage hammer. Healing hammer. Oh boy. And bad dice. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, kill bad dice. That's an easy one. Um, fuck healing hammer and garage hammer. I think we're back on the cuddly bear. I reckon Y takes a cuddly bear, so I'm gonna marry the cuddly bear. Mm. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck Helen Hammer because we're tight. Yep. All right. All right, Joe. Joe, kill, fuck, marry. All right. The common man. Unions. (laughs) Or having sex. (laughs) Oh, this is getting real obscure. (laughs) It's conceptual. It's a concept segment. It's like a concept army, but worse. I would fuck the. I can't. I literally can't say I would fuck or kill the common man because I love the common man so much. But if I if I marry the common man, I can't say I would kill or fuck unions because the unions mean so much to me. I am in a conundrum. Can I be a polygamist? No, it's not how that works, Joe. This is the hardest question. You can only life. you can only marry this. You can only be a polygamist if your your second lover is the state. Um, I kill myself to save both the common man and unions. <laughs> All right. This has been an amazing Warhammer <laughs> podcast about Warhammer, Age of Sigmar. I don't know if we've mentioned that yet in the last right. hour and a half of your life. Jacob, um, kill, kill, fuck, marry. Yeah. Rob Symes, right. Seth, and Joe, and Joe Pagano. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. I would... Oh. If I say kill Seth, that's killing a part of me. If but you kill, if if you kill, I kill me, Seth, you also I, kill, kill part of me, too. If I kill you, I'm killing a part of Seth. <laughs> kill Seth, I'm killing a part of Joe. Man, ah, I, that, I mean, I hate to say it, but that leaves me... The, the only choice available would be to kill Rob. <gasps> to fuck Seth and marry Joe Pagano. It's not the answer that I I want. I want my my the answer I want is to fuck Rob, marry Joe and kill Seth. But I don't think I, I don't think that's a real answer. That's a pipe dream. Uh, I got a question. Who do you guys think would win in a fight to the death? Rob Symes or Duncan Rhodes? Rob. <laughs> yeah, Rob Rob's too gangster. He hangs out with um people in nightclubs and African people. Okay, next question. That was like a preamble question. Who do you think would win in, a, in an AOS fistfight showdown? <clears throat> uh, Nathan Prescott or anyone else in AOS ever? I don't know, because Rick, I think Rick could take oh, Nathan. I don't know, dude. That'd be a good fight. I think that would be a really good fight. That's like top of the card right there. I think I think Ben yeah, Diesel definitely wins, like right? Paper. Who? Ben Diesel. Never heard of Who? her. Yeah, who is that? But actually, here's a real question. If no, there was who is that, who's Ben Diesel? Your mate. Who would win? <laughs> what? I've never. Who? <laughs> Nick, who would win if all of the dwellers had a giant fist fight? Gentili. Yeah, Gentili. No, he's the only, fist he's fight the... means his thighs are not. His, his, no, no. <laughs> his thighs Gentili's count for nothing. Wins. Gentilly still wins because he's the only one of us who's had a modicum of exercise in the last 10 years. How are Lockie, Lockie eats kale. Lockie eats kale, so Lockie he's looks, the first one to die. It's like you could throw him into the sun. <laughs> That's fair. He's so tiny. I thought, uh, like, honestly, 
Rocky looks really thin, dude. I'm worried about him. Like, this I was, is like, why, this is, was, like, this is why he, yeah, he <laughs> fucking passed out at 11:30 on Saturday night, and then didn't rock up till day game game five. He's got like That's, no body weight. Nowhere to put it. Pretty much. Wow. So this has been the Rage of Dwellers Below with uh, peer reviews of Rocky's I we, body. I thought we were going with the Rage of Nickma. Who? Rage of Nickma. You, you can't even get the name right, man. Come on. This is fucking awful. This is fucking. I'm not going to lie. This is the worst thing we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> this I'm is really like sorry you had to basement, be a part of it, Nick. This is basement level Dwellers Below bullshit right here. Wow, I'm really upset. I've worked so hard on organizing. Shut your <laughs> fucking mouth. <laughs> no. Um, How many times did you I, change the I time? <laughs> I don't know. My wife, is, she's a really nice lady, and sometimes she'll be like, hey, if you do that a little earlier, we could do this. And I was like, okay, I'll try and help. And then you're like, oh, I'm not drinking. I'm like, why wouldn't you be sober for the most important interview of your life? And that's why I just got... <laughs> not that we were prepared for it. <laughs> This is why it's bad. It's because, Nick, you're drunk. You're drunk as hell right now, dude. And that's like insulting to my weekend. Like you've just I'm wasted sorry. I'm sorry, Joe Pagano. I'll do better next time. Um, so if there's that many content creators in Australia, how many non-content creators are there? Like eight, nine, whole country? Maybe maybe 11 if we're if we start really scraping the bottom of the barrel and start kind of calling some content creators, but that doesn't, creators. But, but don't some of them then still have podcasts about like the game of Thrones card game. And like, I think everyone has something, right? Yeah. I think Clint like, runs if, like, if there's a, a koala in your backyard, podcast. you're a content creator. Does it really? Oh, man. What was that podcast that, like, some of you guys did for Bolt Action? Oh, um, the Lurdegurg. LRDG. Yeah, Yeah, LRDG. Literally had, like, three episodes, and I was like, I don't even know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, it's awful. Everything's awful. Well, this has been Rage of Sigmar. If you want to tell us how bad our episode was, you can find us on Twitter at Six Dice Skills. And <laughs> if you want to email us, you can. It's at jmpagano at gmail.com. Yeah. Do you want that's, to plug your show real no, quick, Nick? That's not me. Hang on. That's the email my mom always emails. <laughs> She's trying to email me. <laughs> It's like not my email. Some guy's like, I don't want to know how to bake these cookies. <laughs> um, are we really wrapping it up right now, dude? I got to go, dude. And we're not getting you any better. To, you really don't have to go. You're just saying that because you don't want to do this. I got a brisket to smoke. What? I'm smoking what? a brisket today. Fuck, don't you want awesome. me? Nick, that's code for drugs. That's code for drugs. Yeah. Stop him. Yeah, I'll bet. Stop him. Right. Either way, I'm... Either way, I'm keen. Like brisket, drugs, whatever. I'm, I'm all for it. He's, he's rolling through regardless. Oh. oh man, I can't wait to have to redo this next weekend. Nick, what time are you free next? <laughs> I'm on night shifts all week, so if Do we you start at, July off, Nick? if we if we start at seven a.m. my time, um, we're good. That's I'll have had no sleep and I'll be a complete zombie. So way better than this. Right, I was gonna say anything would be better than this. Oh my god, why are we like this? I always feel like we're so like 
ready for an episode and then next thing you know it's like we get a guest that just ruins our show i'm not gonna lie to you joe when you sent me the show notes and it was an eight second voice message i knew it was gonna be bad did we have show notes (laughs) yes we did where did i send them in the rage of nick marchat i think you texted it to me you literally said intro what we've been working on ghb lord of war twitter questions (laughs) questions <laughs> and i reminded it, you you didn't ask for a twitter question <laughs> we covered that in the first like 10 minutes we, right we covered all of that with no interesting content <laughs> honestly i don't even know i'm gonna have to make like a new podcast to post this on because i just can't handle losing this many listeners <laughs> just don't put it up what just Come. edit how about this how about this edit and find the like five minutes of funny and just intertwine that with death metal and gangster rap and put it out and be like, look, our episode was shitty. Here's something to tide you over until we record in September. This is supposed to be like our the 12th episode. Like the finish of one, like our one year. This was supposed like, to be our one year anniversary. Fuck. We should have oh. included that in the show notes. Yeah. All right. Happy ready? birthday to the, um, Rage of Sigmar. We've been around for a year. Woohoo. Fuck. Yeah. Well done guys. Congratulations. Um, you were officially content creators. Oh my god, I feel so good about being a content creator. I just don't know what to do with my time because we did not create any content on this episode. No. We did nothing. Um, you know what's cool though? I was thinking about that I guess I'll just say I'm doing now because I didn't run it by you, Jacob, like everything I do with the podcast. Like hey, hey, I did this thing. Yeah, like when um, you bought a domain that we don't use. Uh, I'm gonna post on that later. Um <laughs> Hey, I put a post sure. on my domain. <laughs> sure you are. Oh, man. Oh, I saw that. I didn't click on it, but I saw that you did do it. <laughs> well, that's fucking useful, isn't it? I was like, oh. It's like, oh, Nick posted on the Dweller's website. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Scroll. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I didn't read the post you put up the other week either. <laughs> oh, man. It was like two months ago, Nick. Get on the game. <laughs> Get on your game. No, but I think, uh, I think year two of Rage of Sigmar is going to have some... Uh, some new stuff going on. I'm going to change the game a little bit. Do you want to share that with your co-host? Yeah, we're going to do 15-minute daily recordings. Fuck, um, <laughs> <Exactly laughs> no. Just to get our download numbers up, really. That's it. If we get eight people a day, it's probably still more than Joe, 700 persons a message. Joe, we don't have to what? do this. You don't have to do this. <laughs> and then um, after we do that, I'm going to move to a eight-minute long uh like Cartoon Network style series where it's me and you robot um, chicken style. No, it's, it's basically the Eric Andre show, but over Skype. Um, and then from there, I was thinking that we could, we could branch out and start doing um, like green screen screen shows where we green screen ourselves into like the mortal realms. And we do like weather reports. In I, think could, realms. I think you could go like the, the the realm, the realm report. report yeah the realm, the realm report, report. Yeah. i think you could go the other way with it and do like a 12 hour infomercial for some obscure product <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god that's amazing now with twice as much judgment your sort of judgment <laughs> used to be awful does this ever happen to you stab stab oh no he's not dead <laughs> that's great that's excellent um i am going to buy a camera and like a 
a gyro stabilizer, one of the handheld ones for a camera for a camera. Oh, so you can like zoom, zoom it zoom it in and out really quickly and like intensely <laughs> and be like, buy one FLG gaming mat and you can buy another one for the same price. And then we'll throw in not one but two free shippings just for you. But buy now in the next thirty seconds or you won't get anything. Click through the banner on our website. That's lurdygurg.org. <laughs> I was like, does your blood tithe points cost too much blood? <laughs> Are you tired of your incorporeal status making you and your friends disappear before the party's over? <laughs> like, oh, 100 corn now. Does your throne have not enough skulls? Eh, Got to get into it, dude. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, I know Thanks, we're wrapping it up, but I feel like I've got some energy now. So let's just yeah, keep I'm good. going. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Go. We're going. Oh, we need now, we've got energy. On. We've got content. <laughs> right. We just we just, a, we, we just need it. We we just need a fucking topic now. <laughs> um, what drugs is, do you think they would do in the mortal realms? Oh what my do you think god! They would na- like, how? What do you think that the drugs would be, and how, what do you think they'd be called? Like, aside from warpstone, which is the obvious one. Um. Like what? Uh, what do you think? What do you think Stormcast's drug of choice is? Oh, it's probably like fucking like kombucha and shit. Like, oh, we're so healthy, <laughs> cool. Look at us. We it's, shop at Whole Foods. It's what you, it's yeah, what you get in the realm, I, realm of life. Yeah, um, Nurgle's definitely like the version of crocodile, which is that heroin, the synthetic heroin they do in Russia. That like, if you miss the vein, it like eats a hole in your skin. What? Yeah. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> like, just to think that, like, there are people out there in the world where, like, they're so addicted to opiates that they need a cheaper option than heroin. Um, So they shoot, like, synthetic heroin. Anyway. um, Zinch is definitely on LSD. Like, massive mm-hmm. amounts of LSD. Fuck yeah. Um, Sylvaneth is Slanesh definitely probably fucking like, on weed. Yeah, smoking mad weed. Probably, like, Taking Molly oh, and then just making out with everybody. Would, yeah, would so, would someone have to be on weed because that's smoking a fucking tree? I reckon oh, that no, fucking on, get them really fucking angry. Uh, they need synthetic they're weed. On, they're on no, they're on some CBD oils. Yep, that's it. I no, know. Just I, on, they're, they're, they just they just they just like chew on fertilizer. Wait, guys, wait. Gloom spike gets are definitely smoking crack. Obviously, <laughs> I don't know if you guys thought it was going magic mushrooms. What what else could it be? <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's, there's yeah. nothing else thematically. Yeah. Um. So I got a question, right? Like in Old Hammer, weren't orcs and goblins like plopped out of a mushroom? No, that was um yeah, they were a fungus. They were a fungus. They grew from a fungus. I think that was more of the like the forty K orc lore. Oh, okay. Cause like And they where? like their whole thing was that they like they believed They're in like things spores. enough that they would happen. It was like the secret, you know, the book The Secret. They just that you believe in it and it will happen. And so you they oh would paint God. their that things book red. Is so bad. That book is I love like that my book life. because there are people People out there believe that that really happens. They're like, if I just envision someone sending me money in the mail, I want to get money in the mail. And I'm like, yeah. And that's why there are people who mail you these checks that when you deposit them in your account, they steal your bank account information and then they fucking rob you. I feel personally attacked because all I wanted was listeners for my thing. And now I have listeners. 
the is that really all you real. wanted was people to listen to you? Yeah, that secret is real. You need to just have kids. And someone will listen to you all the time. You can make up things like, oh, there's a bullshit fat man that will climb down our chimney and give you free presents. And then you give them presents and they believe you. Like, That's literally the worst book I've read in 20 years. The Secret? Yep. Oh, I thought it was like Mind Kampf or something. No, I haven't I read that it's, one. it's still a better love story than Twilight, right? He also had some some good ideas. Let's put it out there. There's a couple ideas that weren't so bad. It's not awful. Socialism. <laughs> na- on a national scale. That's not what happened. Will you stop it? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got to go buy my bolt action army again. Yeah, <laughs> Stop getting those um, swastika transfers ready. C A. Oh man, have you seen Kyle? He's about this tall. (laughs) You know that's a really good visual joke, Joe. (laughs) Oh man, um, I don't know what to do with my life if this podcast episode is bad, and I'm just holding on that it's going to get good, and I'm getting good. I don't know what it is. Let's just fuck it. Recycle. Let's get us a different dweller. Who's who's nearby right. that you can go wake up? Hey, can you go? Can you ask Daily Smorgan if he's available? Yeah, I'll t- just anyone who's listening still, just tweet at Daily Smorgan and be like, "Hey, what's up?" I'll see if we can get him on the line. Oh, this is not a live show, is it? This is fucking recorded. Fuck, that's not going to work. No. I thought you said you were putting it on Twitch. I didn't hit record again. I kind of knew that this was going to be terrible. For the best. Cool. Well, I had a fun time and I would love to do this again with show notes and I actually got to go. All right. Yep. So uh, we've been Rage of Nickmore. (laughs) You can find us at Rage of Sigmar or of Sigmar Podcast. Uh, Part of the uh, the, the Rage of Sigmar Podcast Network. Yeah. This will be our only episode ever. I think Brendan's going to secede after listening to this episode. I don't think it gets better than this. I is think he still you, mad? Like, oh, we should tell Nick about it. <laughs> Nick, check it out. One of our boys is like, yeah, like we've been having like a fake Twitter beef. And like, it's like, yo, beef's dropped if you send me a early copy of a latest episode. And I was like, sure, dude, I got you. And I just edited like the first 11 minutes. And then after that was like an hour and a half of uh, Rick. Never going to give you up. <laughs> Never going to give you up. <laughs> you should do that with this episode. <laughs> That's actually um, a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I'm, I'm just going to go home. I am home. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we've Thanks, been Get some sleep. If you want to check out Nick's podcast and you haven't heard of The Dwellers Below before, just it's don't wait. At don't Smorgan Haiku Dice. Guys, come on. Real talk, real talk. It's at Shadowhammer underscore. If you have any complaints, please direct them to at AOS Coach. <laughs> yeah, we've got a we've got a YouTube show. It's called Warhammer Weekly. Yep. And um, let me be clear, it's usually better than this. And if you if you want to see us more in action, uh, you can always check out our subsidiary podcast, The Honest Wargamer. Oh shit! I always thought that was the Honest Warg in the morning. At oh. the emergency room. Yeah. One time I mistyped it and it was just the Hoenist Wargamer, which is Nick. That also works. 
I am yeah. the honest wargamer. <laughs> there you Thanks. go. Thanks for listening, and we really do apologize for nothing. <laughs> Honestly, dude. <laughs> I love you, bye.